This is the Set and Bent podcast. Today we have our first repeat guest, Andrew, the inventor of the Arc Droid, which is our well, thanks for having CNC me back, boys. robot arm thing. Robot plasma thingy dewey. Yeah. 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 My favorite yeah. little robot. Yeah. It's our you, only robot no, at the moment. I was going to say, favorite. I made a poll on YouTube, which our people came up with some great questions for you, by the way. <laughs> I saw really nice. I hope you uh, didn't show him because no. we're going to go over those at the end of this podcast. Just quality questions for you. YouTube's finest. Well, I'm more than happy to answer them. Although I figured, you know, coming here, I like, I really needed to get my, I almost died story down because every podcast now is him almost dying. So. Yeah. Well, we just recorded the last episode of Set and Bent yesterday. Let me guess, he almost so died I again. really hope <laughs> he like doesn't. like six times. <laughs> Did you really almost die last night or just last night? Between normal? yesterday and today, do you have a new story? No, last night. This this podcast is going to be super normal. Um, Arctroid Andrew came here and gave our Arctroid like legs today. What? Oh, I yeah. didn't actually look at what you guys yeah, did. Well, legs is amazing. It's yeah. not. They don't look like legs. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it. It's a track. Yeah, yeah. it's the, it's train it's, tracks. It's the new X2 large cut indexing system. It's mm-hmm. designed so that you can move the Arctroid over, cut half your file, and then move it over and cut the other half, and it automatically stitches them together for you. Oh, so you can make much bigger things without having to suck up a whole lot more space. Nice. So you can make a big sign for the outside of the shop that says "Grind Hard Plumbing Co." Or yeah, we're probably going to make a bumper for your silly little. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Little Chinese car that says "100 miles?" Question mark. Yeah, <laughs> well, we need that because we need a, a support device for our winch. So for well, uh, yeah. one of the problems is is there's no actual car behind the plastic yeah. to support the support device. So. Also, maybe you guys could like print us out a little sign that says we can go places you can't even walk. Yeah. <laughs> so for everyone, how about you do that with the label maker? <laughs> we have the coolest situation right now. So one of the perks of having I don't know, 1.3 million followers on Instagram is occasionally Chinese car brands will reach out and say, would you like a car? And obviously what we do is put too much power into small little things. So we say yes. Mm -hmm. And normally we just completely have to tear apart everything to make it actually cool. But this thing straight out of the box extremely cool extremely <laughs> cool like two I, horsepower cool, cool is cool is definitely a subjective thing yeah uh there's there's 50 yeah. percent of the people at this table that um yeah, do, yeah. uh yeah. are and i took it much spin around the, the yard earlier today and, and the smile on andrew's face when he came back was, i believe his yeah, words were nice. my golf cart is significantly better than this pitcher a two-door wish.com Ford Bronco with a two-horsepower electric motor, and you're thinking exactly what it is. It has and, air conditioning. And it has <laughs> things that look like shocks, but don't actually do much. Yeah. Which is good because we put big enough tires on it to where if it had actual flex, right. we'd have to cut out you most of the body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was out there with the grinder wailing away at the, the, the fender arches. And I'm like, this isn't the first time you've done that, is, is it? And he's like, oh, no, mini cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even that yeah. car already. And then we put even bigger tires yep. on yep. it for a hundred mile challenge. We just put in a better battery. So it has way more power. It's still two wheel drive. <laughs> we welded the diff. We're going to do a hundred miles of Jeep trails. 
I think it'll take like three days. <laughs> Jeep trails. We're gonna bring. Oh, you're, you're not doing this on anything flat. <laughs> no. no. Oh, okay. I my my my. You <laughs> no, know, you said we might. Your confidence. Go. My confidence in your success has has, has dropped to zero. Near zero. <laughs> We're gonna plan. bring three days worth of food. Uh, yeah, we will. No not other come back. preparations. We will yes. not we're, come we'll back. Air gun, back. satellite, phone, something like that uh, might be a good uh, idea. We'll if anyone's that. significant other asks, I was not involved in the planning uh -huh. or yeah. execution of this trip. I've already because told I wasn't all actually. of my uh, relatives and everything that you had everything to do with this. On the upside, oh, you know, yeah. on the upside, when if Will survives long enough to to, to do his memoir, it's probably going to make a good story. Right. <laughs> yeah, or maybe we'll just actually make it a hundred miles, no problems. And it'll Easy. be such a normal story. It won't even make it. Place your bets now, people. <laughs> <laughs> so what is this? Your best almost dying story we hear of. Because that I don't is know kind of what our podcast one, turned the, the into. I bet he has a lot. The most recent one I can think of is I almost drove off a cliff in Africa. Why were you driving on cliffs in Africa? <laughs> I was, uh, this was safari? I had like 2019, something like that. Um, uh, friends, I have a group of friends around the world that we go and do motorcycle tours together. And, you know, so we've been, awesome. to, so we've been like to the jungles of Cambodia and, and, you know, to the Alps to do, you know, crazy, you know, Stelvio pass and stuff. But we've been to uh, South Africa a couple, couple of times. And the last time out me and, and one of the guys decided we want to do a little bit of hardcore off-roading first. Right. So yeah, presumably large adventure bikes. No, well, normally it's large adventure bikes, but we did the hardcore off-riding with like 300 CC oh, okay. KTM, yeah. you know, proper enduro yep. bikes. Right. And um, so we were actually in Lesotho, which is this little sort of weird, uh, you know, autonomous principality in the middle of South Africa. And um, we, you know, we were banging along some pretty gnarly trails and we we're going up a mountain pass, which is all just rocks and boulders and stuff like that. And you know, when you're, you're dirt biking, occasionally you'll catch a wrong bounce and the bike will, you know, try yep. to stab you into a tree <laughs> or something. Well, I'm in it wrong bounce and it went this way, which was a 75 foot drop. And I went into it, I just caught a tree and just the, the bike was just, you know, like, and I'm looking Aww. down on the, like, if I hadn't hit the tree, I would have went straight did over. Did you show me a picture of this? I probably I did. Think, I, I think probably you did. started telling the story and I had a yeah, yeah, I probably abnormally did. clear picture in my I'll, mind. I'll, 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 uh, I'll send it to you, Ed, when you can put it in the, uh, in the, uh, thumbnail or something okay. yeah, but, sounds good. yeah but, the, but you can see the bike is just kind of sort of hanging over the edge but it's only the tree that's keeping it from going anywhere kind of thing oh and my god so I, I you know i'm standing in the middle of the trail going oh geez uh crap and one of my buddies comes up and goes you're all right i'm like you know so that was my probably my most recent almost died you almost got into a wily coyote situation but with real world physics yeah exactly um but yeah, I, there's, I, you know, I've rolled cars. I've, you had a stump or like a tree go through one of your supers, right? Uh, no, a no, that was actually that, it. well, that's more recent, but I wouldn't really yeah. call that a life-threatening thing because I was strapped in and came yeah, out we with a strap. That, uh, your yeah. car looked yeah, life-threatening. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that last, that car's almost back yeah. together, right? Yeah, that, that same was, car you that rebuilt. Same, that same mangled the crap car Wait, I showed you last What was left time. on it that you could use? Wait, did you replace the body or did No, no, we we back halved it basically. Like the, okay. ca the cage was fine. Like the cage yeah, and all the so main structure was fine. So I found a sort of okay donor car and paid a pro to back half the thing. 
So oh, now wow. I'm bolting all the new stuff back up to it. It's shiny white and it's getting nice new hubs and clean everything. So it'll be a brand new car oh. when I'm done. So wow. So you'll be back to rallying in no time. And he's building an even better car. And, I, and I've got a second car tucked up against the wall now that is, is going to be the next car, the, the, the even better, meaner, faster car. Super. Uh, that one will have, you know, the proper built engine and the big, crazy expensive suspension and the dog box and, you know, and the, you know, the, the you know, the rolling anti-lag and everything else. So. That'll that be, be nice. That'll be the that'll be the new one. Um, but that you know that'll t that you know it happens when it happens. I don't have I don't have the same sort of like time he does to be doing <laughs> because he does it for a living. I you know I got a multi you know country mega you know business to run on a daily basis, so I don't get a lot of time for fabrication. Yeah. <laughs> but you still get it done. You're still going somewhere. We're up to 34 countries now. You know that? Nice. That yeah. is 34 awesome. countries. Yeah, including like Mongolia and Liechtenstein and and wow. Lithuania and, and places like that. That's Iceland. crazy. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. When you were talking about dying on a motor or almost dying on a motorcycle, I was like, oh wow, I've been doing so good. I haven't almost died on a motorcycle since I was 16. And then I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait, there's that time. And then there's this that time. This summer, I bought the cheapest over 10,000 watt electric motorcycle on Alibaba. And it has this thing where you give it full throttle and it doesn't, like, it kind of feels like maybe 2,000 watts. And then all of a sudden, it has this boost mode thing, which is more like 16,000 watts. <laughs> and it looped me and nagged me right in the neck. And I was wearing a full flaze helmet, but the bars landed like right here. And I was like, I don't know if it would have killed me, but that was probably the closest I've been recently. But one of my one of I my one of my best possible motorcycle wipeouts was very much like that when I, I was a teenager, um, and I had a dirt bike. This is, would have been mid '80s, sort of thing before you were all born. Uh, <laughs> oh, true. And 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 um, and you know, you get into a sand pit or a gravel pit. And, you know, there's always a like a slope, and then usually at the top, there's like a little like three four feet of kind of vertical wall where the dirt hasn't sloped yep. at all, mm -hmm. right? And I went, and I hit it wrong, and it, the back end kicked, and handlebars went into the sand, and I went down, and I, I turned my head just enough to see the tire going, and come down and land on my ass. Oh, oh. I still have the scars. Oh, oh. It just, that's you know, uh, I'm flipping and full and rolling around trying to get out. Just spinning in, in on gear your with ass. the handlebars jammed in the sand, and yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that. Uh, the, that's like you see those hill climb bikes. Oh. Every time I see a picture of one of those, like some of them have just bolts in yes, the tires, just two inch huge bikes. metal oh, bolts. Yeah. Every time I see Man. one of those, I just oh yeah, pucker. Those I don't want to even look at them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are They're probably super cool, the though. coolest bikes ever. Yeah, and the yeah. Guy, and guys take R one engines and stuff like yep. that, yeah. stick them in Ooh. CR frames, and then put yeah. a then put you know twelve foot swing arms on them. So you know the monster chopper thing that I'm building right yeah. now, I saw. A little clip of a hill climb bike with that engine in it, mm. uh, but really? it was stripped down, and they like it. That one's dry sump. Well, obviously, I mean, they, they, all of those yeah. versions of that engine are dry sump. But that one has like I haven't looked. I don't know if it's actually part of the engine casting or not, but it's very much integrated to the engine. They'd mm -hmm. even like move, move, removed that and like put that somewhere else. And mm -hmm. but wow. it looked insanely mean, and they. It was very, very lightweight. Still had a trellis frame looking thing, but a, yeah, it was KTM an 1190. 1190. Yep. Yeah, KTM 1190. Yeah, those, those KTM <laughs> engines are fantastic. I've ridden, so I've ridden so many bikes different with. I've know, never actually ridden a bike with that engine. I've, in I've, I've, I've ridden, I've ridden like the 990, 1190, the 1290. Uh, like you get a 1290 Super Duke, and it's an insane piece of equipment, and it's so easy to ride. Yeah, and then put a little tune on it and it 
goes from being insane to I'm trying to kill you. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I want to build one of those into a snow bike. I think it'd be oh, the yeah. Hayabusa yeah. was fun, but that would be the next. Well, level when I saw bike. you riding the Hayabusa, I'm like, I absolutely have to come out in the wintertime and try that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I need yeah. I need yeah. a new yeah. almost died story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen the glint in Will's eyes when you said, and then you put the tune on the 1190 <laughs> to kill you. Will was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Will likes fairing bikes though. He likes yeah, he likes I full like fairing bikes. I'm now I'm um, I'm super naked guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, the, lead, the leader, cool, the leader bike nakeds. Uh, that, yeah. That's my, that's my, you know, jam as far as motorcycles go. Mm. I think it adds in a little bit of um, safety. Might not be the right word, but uh, it's like a built-in speed limiter. You know, going really, bit, really yeah. fast on a naked bike is so utterly miserable that. Yeah, but you, you can still drag a knee, and, right? You know, so and, you get all the power, really like on, a, but you can't you know. go two hundred and twenty because yeah. you'll get ripped off the bike yeah. by the wind. I want to become part of this situation. What the the having a really awesome drag knee bike situation? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. don't see it in my future. <laughs> well, you have a wife that would probably deny you, yeah. and you can keep it. At my apartment. And then you yeah. You see, my wife edits you know, the podcast, oh, Will, so you got to like no, keep no. the ideas out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We were just talking yesterday about a practical little bike that, uh, you know, you were talking about a Grom, which yes. is not a Dragon E bike. No. But the bike that I was suggesting instead is, and it's a KTM. Mm. I was telling me you should get a KTM Duke 390. Oh yeah, the little 390. Tiny little bike, but I've like, ones are great. Used ones are cheaper than used Groms. Yeah, they're like wow, three grand. Ones for sure. They're yeah. great. <laughs> you know, they're they're great little bikes. I've ridden one. They're they, they handle well. The brakes are good. You know, like I'd pick one of those over sort of like the 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 Ninja 350, which is probably the most popular beginner bike out there. Mm. Right. I, I'd, I'd yeah. take the I'd take the the KTM over that for sure. Well, doesn't your girlfriend have a Ninja 350? Uh yeah, it's a two or two fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Yep. Oh. Those are great bikes too. They're just fairings and the 300 is like geared differently. Cause I've ridden with a 300 like riding with us before and he was able to take the corners, stay up on highways and stuff. And then like the 200, 250s and 300s, they just lack something. I don't know. Maybe but. he was a better rider than you. No, I mean, he wasn't <laughs> able to keep up, uh, but he was able to be around so that if the police showed up, he'd be the one who was caught. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of like yeah. running from a bear, right? You don't need yeah, to yeah, be faster the than the bear. Is, I just got to outrun you. This yeah. year marks my fifth year riding, and next year will be my sixth year riding which I'm very proud of. I'm he's optimistic that died. he's going to make it to the year number yeah, six. I'm going to year <laughs> well, it is, six. it is coming into winter, so yeah. most people don't really yeah. ride. And you don't have a oh, bike yeah, well, right now. I, I, lots, of, I lots of chance for him to die in the winter. Yes. True. Among, yeah, other, among other things, you're bike. probably going to let him ride the Diabusa <laughs> snow bike. I, I, let it, I, gave it, I offered to let him ride it last yeah, year. He, didn't, yeah. he chose not to. I just wasn't much of a snow bike guy until I jumped on that little 250. Oh, yeah. That was bikes. so sick. Timberslid brought out a little yeah, 250. They brought this little tiny 250, and it just like I could keep it pinned the whole time. It was so annoying. It was amazing. Just rev limit all day yeah. on that yeah. 250. Yeah. Just ring, ding, yep. ding, 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 ding. It was honestly the best day of last winter. Yeah, that was, that was, it was so a really good day. much fun because that, that video whole... looked fantastic. Like I texted <laughs> yeah. him after I saw it. I'm like, okay, now I want a snow bike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, yeah. the thing is, is like we've had really good snow bike days and really fun snow bike days, but this one was like 
the people, the conditions, everything was on point. Was because, so, and having the Hayabusa uh, there, I mean. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> people from Timber Sled, they're right here in Sandpoint. And so there were, what, four engineers from Timber I, Sled there? I don't even know and what everybody's some job guests was, and, yeah. I don't know. There a were bunch people, of people there. And they brought out the, the next year's bikes. So I had the Husky 450 with mm. next year's track on it. Will had the 250 with next year's track on it. And we just went rummaging through the woods. Perfect bluebird day. Good packed snow, probably the best snow you could ask for yeah, for the boost. Uh, people yeah. call it hero snow yeah. because it, it, makes it makes any so machine like really capable. Yeah. yeah, and the like that—that's one of the things about the Arctroid is like I actually feel you know I'm jealous that parts that get made on my machine do really cool stuff all over the place that I don't get. <laughs> yeah, you like, don't get parts it on my machine have gone 225 miles an hour in six second drag cars and stuff like that. Nice. You know, so, and, and parts and of them are on, on the Hayabusa. Hayabusa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they've done Hayabusa and all your cool, like yeah. all the Jeeps and whatever all have, you know, hexagon riddled arc droid bits on them. Right. So, <laughs> you know, bits that get made on my machine are, are doing more yeah. fun stuff than I am. You have like a <laughs> open source server for all these parts. Like, like we actually do have a file, like our, we have a community forum on our website okay. right, that you can sign up for and, and ask questions and whatever. And one of the, one of the categories is file share and a bunch of people, you know, they share, Hey, look, I made this for my, you know, my daughter or whatever. And you know, they, they share their file and whatever. Especially so, it was a common stuff. Like, Hey, if you guys need a steering bracket reinforcement for an FJ, <laughs> like I've got yeah. this on the yeah, Arctic really, site. Yeah. Cool. And there's, yeah. A, there are, there, there are a few guys like that on the forum that, that they're, that they, they do make, you know, stuff for their, their rock crawlers and everything. Anybody wants it, let me know kind of yeah. thing. And, and that's, that's know, cool. But you know, like barbecues and propane tank holders and all kinds of oddball stuff. And some of it, some of it's just artistic stuff. Like I made this, you know, Sign, Halloween decoration yeah. and, and nice. whatever, but yeah, I've, I encourage people to share their files and yeah, for because sure. Other, because it, you know, if it works on one arc droid, it works on any other arc droid. Right. Yeah. So, I yeah. thought this was a cool feature of a brand. We did an ad for recently that did the, the water cut, um, oh, for zometry? The, yeah, zometry, yeah, zometry. Uh, we got parts on the the Mini Cooper monster truck from them, mm -hmm. and they have like a whole part of their site where you can just upload files, and then like you get a commission if someone buys a part yeah, with your well, file. That's pretty thing. cool. That, that's based on Thingiverse, which is the three D printer thing. We're the same same idea, right? right? Yeah. yeah, There's a bunch of different like, GrabCads, uh, Turbo Squid, things like that. There's a bunch of these these places where you you upload files, and if you you know, if you, if you put a, you know, this is, you know, a copyright on it kind of thing, yeah. you, and you can, you know, people will, will pay, you know, five cents, 10 cents, buck 99, whatever for the file. I've used it before, uh, GrabCAD for getting, like when I'm doing, when I'm doing full assemblies, I want to put all the parts in there so that I make sure everything fits. Mm -hmm. Right. And all like, instead of modeling the fan, Right. I know somebody out there must have modeled a 20 millimeter or a 40 millimeter fan. Right. Yeah. So I just go to GrabCAD, find it, you know, and if it costs me a dollar 99 to bring in the file, great. Bing, it saves you hours. Of yeah, that. exactly. And Stuff, I, yeah. you know, or connectors like, like the RJ 45 connector that the, the arc plugs in there. There's lots of different versions of that, that you can download that. I just plug that in. I don't have to model that. And, and even the manufacturers supply some of those stuff. Yeah. So yeah. And that geometry has that sort of same sort of big database type stuff that yeah. whatever I've used I those them a couple of times for, for parts that I can't be arsed to make. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really like the idea because it's like both sides of it, the getting the part delivered to you and the, just getting the file because let's say you're making some specific little fan you're not just going to like cut out a bunch of them and put them on eBay and like hope that that's yeah. like a business or something. But if you make a cool part, 
you know, and you could sell the file and then someone could just cut it out on their arc droid, then that's cool because the person who designed it is getting some support. Like everyone's yeah, yeah. kind of getting some support. I like those type of economies. Lots more of that than with like, 3D yeah. printing for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've, seen, you know, like I've seen a ton so of that. Super because, cool, specific you know, there's guys small that things. Do really complex, you know, dragons and things like that. Yeah. They're all fully articulated and whatever. And they, they spend hours and hours and hours and hours doing all that up in, in some sort of modeling software. And then, you know, they put it up for five ninety nine and, and somebody goes, Ooh, cool. And buys it and prints it for their kid or whatever, you know? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Or all yeah. the extendable lightsabers cool. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that so we don't, much. We more. don't really have the server, you know, kind of set up for room for that, but the, you know, the, the community forum is a good place to, to, to share stuff and what yeah. if you want. I just like that kind of economy because it's like, the individuals actually doing it or like benefiting from it. I hate these like giant corporation buys out all the little guys and then makes all the parts, you know, like those ones are like less fun to be a part of. Are you still doing arc droid as your main business? Cause you've had so many businesses in your past. Yeah. Are you yeah, starting our, new stuff all the time? Or? 30, <laughs> 34 countries, dude. <laughs> We're still, yeah. So it's our, just our arc droid right now. Arc arc droid is pretty much the, thing. yeah, it sucks up all of my time. Uh, we're still super small. Team, right, like I still, I like, I still do customer service and stuff, right? For really? So if I call units. up Arctroid on the phone, I'm gonna hear an Arctroid answer. Literally, literally, the phone's sitting right over there. <laughs> it, will ring. It, it will ring. Wow. So someone oh, could get a free cool. podcast with you. They could be like, "All right, we're gonna call up the inventor of the Arctroid." <laughs> yeah, you know, like we when I, you know, the the phone number, like the, the business phone number, is linked to my phone. So mm -hmm. most of the time, I'm the guy that answers it. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah. So, and. I, you know, it, yeah, I've, that's, this is actually my, a bit of my struggle. So anybody out there want a job? Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's literally one of the questions is if yeah. you're hiring. Yeah. Well, that, this is a bit of my struggle is the, the transition. And, you know, I, I purposely kept the company lean from the get go because I have watched a lot of companies have a success early on. Like they're, now we're a startup. Right. Yeah. And now we need an office in LA and 35 people and two designers and a marketing team and da, 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 and whatever. Yeah. And they just get so top heavy so quickly that the fact that the success is always peak and then level off. And, and if you don't follow it with another success right away, which is very hard to do, mm -hmm. right. Then it tapers off and suddenly they, they go bust. They just right? overextend yeah. themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Too many the same thing or happens in our industry. Next round YouTube. of funding or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly that now they're just chasing VC funding in order to stay alive. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I, you know, I wanted to avoid that. I wanted to make sure that, that, that I can make this a sustainable business long-term. So I stayed lean and, you know, I've got basically five people that are all basically contractors that just work part-time. Okay. Um, and so I've got, you know, I've got my operations girl in, in China that handles all the shipping things like that. Um, I got a, a colleague there that also handles, he's, he's doing all the IP filings and the trademarks and the tax, like the bureaucracy of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I got a, you know, I got a contracted, um, you know, Facebook ads guy that handles the Facebook ads and some of the social media stuff. And then I got a bookkeeper that, that does my books and then I got me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I do the, you know, I do the, the bulk of the business part of the business most days. Um, but now I, I'm at that point where I absolutely got a transition and, you know, so, you know, Either I need a general manager to take over all of the, the broad spectrum stuff so I can just get back to design, or I need some engineers that I can just, you know, give a task to and say, here, go do this and come back when you got it working. Um, you know, customer service person, something like that. But, but all of those things mean in the short term, it's more work for me because yeah. I have to finding the person, I have to find them, train them, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, you know, write the specs so that the engineer understands what he's supposed to be making and things like that. So that, you know, that, that, 
this has been a problem most of my life is making the <laughs> transition. So yeah, um, that's uh, the hardest part. It's like you have something, it's working, you need to grow it, but you're also so full demanded with your time just to get to where you are in the first place. Yeah, you don't have the time to, to it. grow it. Yeah. That's why we've never found like a video editor yet because every time like I go through emails or go on sites yeah, looking by the for time people I help, teach an editor to edit the way I want them, I could have done it myself. Exactly. Yeah, that's that, exactly where I'm and at. That, that's a bit of a that's a bit of an eternal fallacy for sure. But mm -hmm. it, it, I, I totally sympathize with that. <laughs> yeah, it's something that I think <laughs> we're going to overcome. By the soon. time I hired somebody to, to, to change the head gaskets in my Subaru, I could have done it myself, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No problem. We'll get it done before I go to work tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> you buy one or two specialty tools and the price tag's already there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's definitely how it happens. How many businesses have you started? Well, really like businesses only two, mm. right? That's why this business is called 2AM Innovations. Because oh. the first one was called AM Innovations. Because Andrew Miller, right? I so, thought it was because you started the business at 2 a.m. Eh, you know, that, 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 that's the double in time, oh. right? <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, each, each iteration of the business has done multiple different things along the way, mm -hmm. right? So I don't, it, it's not like I, you know, you know, started an auto shop and it was only an auto shop. And for then you years, started right? yeah. this shop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That so. makes sense. So Will said you got a Porsche. Yeah, I did it. I, I bought my, that's the the first toy I bought myself in, in ages. So we, I picked up a ten year old or a twenty almost twenty year old um, uh, Porsche nine eleven Carrera four. Mm. Yeah. Like, are you gonna rally it or are you oh gonna? God, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it is the yeah. all wheel drive version. Yeah, so yeah. Well, that's there is that. But, nice. Um, no, I was just they, 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 I needed. I wanted a a fun car to go along with my daily sort of thing. And then, oddly enough, my daily got stolen. Oh. Did, did I at tell you about this? Airport. <laughs> at the airport. Uh, so <laughs> my, the first new car I have owned in 20 years, uh -huh. I ordered a Land Rover Defender. I managed to talk myself into the price and the, the payments and whatever. And, you know, and I ordered a brand new, I waited four and a half months for it. Mm -hmm. And I owned it for two months and I went to the airport. And when I came home, it wasn't in the garage. It wasn't in the parking garage. Oh, shoot. Who would have known there was swindlers at the airport, man? <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. Especially in Canada. Isn't Canada like the safest place yeah, ever? That's yeah. what I said. Yeah, I thought no. Canadians don't steal. Yeah. What? Yeah. So, yeah. This is ridiculous. So, is it Canada so, the so now the problem. Now my problem is, like, I... Like my daily is my, my, I can drive it through the winter car. It's gone. All I got left over is sort of is the Porsche. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's not a great, you know, I don't want to drive. It's in great shape. I don't want to drive. I bought it kind of as a collector car. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to drive it in the winter. So I had to go out and buy myself a $10,000 pickup truck just so that I have something to drive this winter until I get, you know, until the, the deal, the, the insurance finally sorts things out and the dealer can lease me another. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Apparently the brand new Land Rovers are extremely easy to steal. Because the first thing be. I asked is like, well, how did they, because like, yeah. aren't, you know, most new cars are all super high tech. Yeah. Well, the thing, stuff, the thing is during, just... during like 2020 through to 2022, the Land Rover Defender was one of the most stolen cars in the world. Of course, I learned all of this after my car. Oh, right. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And, and the thing is, it was one of the most stolen cars in the world because there's big arbitrage between markets because it's like the, there, there's not enough supply of them, right? And you know, oh. the, you know, the, all the guys, rich guys in Saudi Arabia want one, and they only allot you know twenty to there, right? So they oh. steal them here and ship them there, right? Oh, and then in twenty twenty, no. and in twenty twenty three, 
um, Land Rover announced the new broad spectrum, you know, cryptography, you know, super encrypted, you know, can't steal your car, you know, Uh-oh. software. Oh, well, no. Apparently that didn't last very long because <laughs> mine disappeared. I still like, I still have the keys, which are now the most expensive thing I own by weight. <laughs> you know? That's so, crazy. So yeah, that's my, 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 my car stories this year have been, you know, like I've gone from, you know, you know, having two relatively nice cars to having one nice car and a crappy old pickup truck because yeah. and one nice car you don't really want to use. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. I bought that as a toy. That was, you know, I got to, I got, you know, got to do something nice for myself. And it, I didn't, I didn't buy a brand new Porsche. I bought a, you know, 2006. So it's not, it's not, it's not like I'm, I got to let Frederick out. He's, he's just sneezing. He is, up the back he is sneezing. Oh, Frederick, are you? Oh, he has Frederick, sneezed like a total of 30 times in the last oh. One minute. I don't know if it's picking up on the mic, Stephen, but it—it was at least distracting. That's so us. funny. Yeah. It's part of the charm. Yeah, of, of, of the grind hard compound. It really is. This yes. Miscellaneous. Um, I'm so excited to be back at this podcasting table, not in like a little machine. Like that was really fun, but this is way more. This is kind of the. Uh, it is a heck of a lot warmer podcast. in here yeah. than it is in the shop right it is now. It's so yeah. cold. Yeah. What do you think about the grind hard compound? You've been away for. Was it last yeah, year? It's basically yeah, just, a just, a just a smidge over a year. Yeah. I was I was here September of last year. A lot year. has changed, huh? Yeah, yeah. It definitely, uh, the, the new shop is very nice. Uh, I suspect in six months when it's just as crowded as the old shop because you've moved so much stuff oh. in there, you'll be wanting a bigger shop. <laughs> well, that's the thing is in the spring, I'll start building my shop in town and uh, then we can just shove stuff Oh, in so it. all the stupid electric stuff goes into your shop. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> if I have an exceptionally bad idea, Ethan can normally talk me out of it. Like, I don't want that sitting uh, in my yard. It's so like, this, well, then what are so, we going to do? So, th- so this is this is, this is is Edwin's bad idea storage. Yeah, thing. exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, and we're going to take the um, the merchandise and stuff a lot more seriously this coming year. Yeah. So we just need a place to do it. Yeah, because you're doing like merch out of your garage, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> out of his house. And we're doing and a, a lot of orders merch. out of my garage. So it's like every time we get a new shipment, it's like... It's kind of unmotivating. Well, you should just to, put the art droid on your on your e store, you know. Yeah, <laughs> we could we could do we could do you. Yeah, <laughs> you were saying we could do a custom pink one. We'll do a pink one with a grind grindhard logo on it or something yeah, for you. That'd be <laughs> sweet. That we would do wraps. Yeah. Comment. Put your your desire in the comments, people. You know, yeah. pink is probably not going to be the first choice. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. learned pretty quickly that yeah. despite our uh, pink toys being yeah, very yeah, successful yeah. on the internet, the pink viewers. merchandise yeah. is not what people want. Yeah. yeah, you need good manly black. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, we want to keep it all in house. I don't want to outsource it, mm-hmm. and. It's that, so unmotivating an if it that's takes an, over my living room for a month to yeah. order new hoodies or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know. And it's, so. that's that's an effort to keep it in house. It's a heck of a lot of work. Yeah, sure. it is, but it's we get quality control. We can do returns instantly. Like it's mm-hmm. personal. Like if you buy something from us, you're actually buying it from us, and I want to keep it that yeah, way. And, you know, like I keep a lot yeah. of control over my business too for the same reason. You know, like yeah. when you go to our go to our website and order something, like. I know about it because I pay a lot, like, you know, like I, I review the orders or, you know, every day yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, um, yeah, we're manufacturing in China just because that's really the only place we could do it at the cost. But yeah, you know, when it, how, you know, we, all the shipping and everything like that, I'm on top of it all the time. So how much more would it be to manufacture in the U S or Canada? Uh, almost triple two and a half. Oh, triple. Triple. Almost triple. That's why I did. I did actually consider, I did actually consider that when, when, um, when I started, uh, you know, like, okay, you know, I'm living in Canada again, whatever, maybe, maybe I just start a business here and hire some people and we manufacture them, you know, in Canada. 
part of the problem is um, most of what goes into it comes from Asia anyway. Like, the circuit boards and oh. well, yeah, the stepper, so it's stepper motors, the, the encoder chips, the, the you know, like um, and, and little things like the castings, like the arms are made out of aluminum castings, right? And um, I got those quoted in in China, and I got them quoted here, and you know, and the just the tooling in Canada was three times the cost of the the, the tooling in China, and then. And then the individual, the difference between the individual, like the, the, the group of parts, the two arms and the pulleys and a couple of other things that we cast as a, as a group was a little over double in, in North America per, per set than it was in, in China. Is the Chinese government subsidizing the cost of- No, uh, or- it, it, it has a, actually, no, exactly the opposite. In fact, China, like the Chinese government has raised the minimum wage every two years for the last 20 years. Like, wow. so, so how is it that much cheaper? Because the mostly, raw material most, costs the same, mo- right? Mostly just, you know, mass, like economies the, of scale, like they, 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 like all China does is manufacturing. That's it. That's all they just manufacture everything you can think of. Right. Mm. So <clears throat> anything you want is made at a factory just down the street. So it's cheaper oh, than so shipping in the yeah. stepper motor shipping. Yeah, in and the whereas, arms. whereas, you know, like in North America, if I was to do this sort of thing, like, I would have to bring in in order to get stepper motors at reasonable cost and whatever. Like if I was buying North American stepper motors, they would be five times the cost of the ones I'm buying in China. Yeah. Five times. Wow. So the Arctroid would be like yeah, like fifteen thousand yeah, dollar yeah. unit yeah. instead so, of a two thousand. But the thing is, you got to remember, I know how to make things in China, right? Like I lived there for yeah. like twelve yeah. years. I I had all the the groundwork laid. I know how to and like I I and China makes good stuff these days. Like it's not like. 25 years ago when the, everything that came out of there was duct tape and, you know, bubble gum, mm-hmm. you know, little red car aside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is literally duct tape and bubble gum. That is the strongest vehicle I've I, ever I seen. love the fact that the air conditioning compressor is held in with zip ties. And it came <laughs> that the way factory. in the factory. But yeah, but anyway, they, so yeah, I knew <laughs> like it, it wasn't hard for me to do things in China. Yeah. And, um, you know, I would love, I, I, you know, it would be nice if I could bring it into Canada or, North, or US to make these things. But, People don't really want to spend five thousand bucks for for an arc droid, right? right. So yeah. you know, um, in order to make it cost effective and make it you know you know you know profitable as a business and whatever, it just made sense to make it. And we've got the shipping down. Like right now, I guarantee it takes you less than a week to get it. If you order it, you'll get it in less than a week, and that's pretty much anywhere in the world. Right that's now. pretty good. That's, yeah, yeah, especially so. for a large, heavy item. It's not, yeah. I mean, not huge, but well, like that's actually one of the benefits of it. Like we, I like I, I specifically designed the box to fit under a certain weight and size weight, limit, weight and size, yeah, and right. li- size limit and stuff. And like a traditional table comes on pallets, In right? Requires yep. you know requires a you know requires a forklift to move. Mm. I we are literally the only CNC plasma system in the world that can be shipped anywhere for about 200, 250 bucks. Oh, anywhere in the world. That's a big deal. Has anyone yeah. started trying to copy that design? I uh, haven't seen anybody physically do it yet, but people have tried to ride on our trademark. Like you've yeah, been, because I, yeah, like like every couple of, couple of days, I get on Alibaba and search ArcDroid, and, and somebody pops up. They're selling a you know a fifty thousand dollar table, but you know or they're riding or one, on, you know, the but they put ArcDroid in there. Yeah, so we yeah. have I have people that that chase that stuff. Yeah. We've, we've got a law firm. I that, would assume <laughs> that it would be a problem because it is such a great idea, and it's well, you know. Um, yeah, you know, the you know, and obviously the more popular you get, more obvious it yeah. becomes, and whatever we'll we'll have more issues with that. But I, again, having spent a lot of time in China and built product, done products in China before, I know how to chase that stuff. 
Uh, and we have we have a firm that is, is hired specifically to to chase trademark and tra chase patent you know, yeah. infringers. And it's pretty the the Chinese government is pretty good at actually Making shutting sure these you know happen. knockoffs are cool. like twenty years yeah. ago knockoffs were everywhere. That's all they made was knockoffs. No. Now it is if they're not making a legit product or they try and or they try and sell a product that they don't have the trademark or patent to, it's pretty easy to shut them down. Oh, that's um, good. That's I get good. the impression because I love buying weird swindly machines on Alibaba. <laughs> I get the impression that all the coolest ones aren't real. They're just there to like test the market. Oh, yeah. I oh, send yeah. so yeah. many messages and they're like, get back three weeks later. Like, yeah. oh, would you like they're this or this? Again. Well, a lot of what's on Alibaba and or particularly AliExpress is trading companies not manufacturers. Mm -hmm. And that's that's one of the real good tricks of, of being able to to search Alibaba is knowing the difference of which one's what, right? And I can, I'm pretty good at it because, you know, I've dealt with a lot of them. But um, you, if you if you can determine whether it's a trading company or the manufacturer, skip the trading company altogether and go straight to the manufacturer. Because the trading company basically lists whatever they think might sell. Mm -hmm. And then- Marks up. Guy like, no, no, guy like you says, hi, I'd like to buy 200 of them. And they go, wait, hang on a second. And they, and they oh. contact the actual manufacturer. It hasn't even been made yet. They it's just have a price. So you're yeah. playing yeah. like telephone too. Yeah. But yeah, if you're exactly. gonna buy one, you're, actual... dealing, you're dealing with somebody that doesn't hasn't stocked this, never will stock it, just, just, yeah. just, 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 just fishing for 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 a a you know for an order that they can then take to the factory and negotiate a dirt cheap yeah. price on and but then there's all these like cool six wheel drive four wheelers and stuff and when you send them messages they're like oh would you like it like this or this or this and then you can't actually buy one like what's going on there are they just testing the market to see if people are actually inquisitive about these yeah, things well yeah and again those are probably yeah, they probably trading companies, but yeah, some of the, some of the the really bizarre spindly stuff. They're just throwing stuff at the wall, hoping and that maybe yeah. maybe somebody will buy this. Like I saw and an eight wheel drive fire truck that was kind of like in the style of our little red Chinese oh, car. And I was like, that's the coolest thing ever, and I if, tried to buy it. Some dude from Saudi Arabia calls them and said, "I will take three container loads worth of those, uh, those six wheel fire trucks." Then they'd actually get a call them. back. Build them, right? no, but if but I'm there, one. I want yeah. one. Then you they're remember, not going to respond to me. is not Amazon. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's not there too. There's a thing, want it, buy it, ship it. It's, there's a thing that somebody might be making. Yeah. Right? If you and buy three, if you buy enough, if you buy enough of them, <laughs> they'll, 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 they'll get the people in and they'll get the whatever and they make it happen. Right. right. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so, you know, that being said, there's still plenty of legit manufacturers where you can purchase individual things and you can buy, you can buy, uh, you know, like cool stuff from, from, from China. Do you remember, let's say <laughs> probably about 10 or 15 years ago, Chinese ATVs showed up everywhere. Mm -hmm. right? Oh yeah. Like, I guarantee you your local power sports yeah. guy had to row them out in front of his yeah. thing because he could get them for 500 bucks. There was a lot of side-by-sides that way at SEMA when we same, were there. Same thing, right? Yeah. Where are the Chinese ATVs now? I was wondering that. Would you like to tell me where they are now? They were crap. People stopped. People bought them and went, "Oh, this is cool," and it broke down ten minutes later. And oh, so well, oh. that's the kind of thing I like. So <laughs> what happens is that, but what happens is, it's somewhere in that you know that glut of of you know Chinese ATVs that showed up, one of the manufacturers actually started making good ATVs. And I guarantee you, you can still buy their ATV, but it might be rebranded as somebody else's or, they, oh. or, you know, they make parts for whatever, but the, the, the Hung Bao and the, you know, Yilang, you know, miscellaneous, we <laughs> ta taped it together with some, you know, some hope type ones all disappeared because 
you know, they didn't have any repeat customers. Exactly. You don't have a repeat customer. Right now, actually, the one I just noticed is becoming the new glut is mini excavators. Mm-hmm. Huh? huh? Where you like can buy an super, excavator on Alibaba.com. You, oh. No, but the Chinese, yeah. yes, you can. Oh, you can buy enormous ones, but the oh. little, these are little mini, like, like they're point, the size of this table, like, like pointy, pointy uh, ton or one. We could ton tow one it ton. with the tank. Yes. Uh, no, you yes, could not. Yes. No, you could not. <laughs> it's still much. You could tow the tank with the excavator, but you could probably lift oh. the tank with the excavator. Uh, uh, but these are, these are little tiny mini excavators, right? Okay. Which, and, and so they, they're, they're, but you know, they, they have the, you know, the, just good enough kind of quality that you would expect for, but those are suddenly showing up all over the place. Mm. Um, and I've they sell for like well. 9,000, 10,000 Canadian dollars, right? You know, it's like, you know, say seven grand US, mm-hmm. which is way, way, way cheaper way than a cheaper. real excavator, right? But still more than I want to pay. Like I, I've got a couple of holes I want to dig, right? So like I'll do a $5,000 excavator, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, um, but they've started showing up at like auction sites and stuff like that where like these, like, you know, there's 12 brand new Chinese excavators being sold right next to a $100,000 Cabelco, you know, 25 ton, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guarantee you in two years, those things will start popping up on Facebook Marketplace for two grand, get it out of my driveway kind of thing. Because, uh, something will break and then... Well, but among other things, they all run on like a 13 horsepower Briggs & Stratton motor. Oh. Right? How many people do you know have thrown away lawnmowers because they can't figure out how to get it to start. Yeah, right? a lot of like, Because the carburetor needs to be cleaned. Exactly. It's sat, it sat in the barn yeah. for a year and a half and they pulled it out and couldn't get it running. So they just went to home Rolling and bought away. another lawnmower. Same math. You got it. You got a little cheap Chinese excavator that that you bought. And went oh, well, this is kind of fool. And you dug some holes and then it sat in the backyard for a year and a half. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I could use that for something. Then you put some gas in it and it won't start again. You get rid of it. And that, but I guarantee out of the, the you know, whatever co- number of companies that are making those cheap Chinese excavators, there's one that's making a fairly good one yeah. and will start making a better one and whatever. And now, and you know, so you'll see the bottom end of the market move up a bit. Mm. And that same thing happened with ATVs and side-by-sides and things like that. The yeah. bottom was down here and then eventually it moves up a little bit. So the bottom one's pretty good. They were truly everywhere during that time. Oh, like, oh, yeah. It's oh, just yeah. like, Bam! Like overnight, they just all showed up. And kind of like and dirt bikes too, like the Chinese knockoff, like two fifties and whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All of those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that and that's fun. and that's and that that sort of thing still happens a lot in China because it's not necessarily that they're building bad stuff, but they're building stuff to maximize or like to make it as cheap as absolutely possible. Right. Because mm. there literally is nothing in that price point. Right. Huh. So you you can't. You cannot buy a nine thousand dollar excavator of any other brand anywhere on the world. Period. Right. They just don't just, exist. Yeah, they absolutely. just don't exist. So China looks for that opportunity and goes, "What can we build that'll fit in the nine thousand dollar bracket?" Oh. Right? And the answer is a really terrible, tiny little excavator. Yeah, it, you know, it's perfectly <laughs> acceptable for digging a few little holes and things like that. Or if you've got a you know a landscaping business that that you know needs to clear out a few things and whatever. But if you're a legit you know you know industrial equipment. Right. Type thing you yeah. won't you, you won't bother. So my problem with Alibaba recently is the electric stuff is really easy to buy. Like they'll just you can order one and they will ship it to you. Mm-hmm. I've had some success stories there. Well, that's because there's critical mass already in Asia for that. Like most mm. like most of these companies are selling them in China already. Okay, right. So like 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 that the 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 little red thing that's out there, the little drive axle that's on it. I've seen that in a hundred different types of little yeah. cars and carts and things like that. So they're already selling them. So they're mm-hmm. already making, they have a market and they're like, oh, hey, maybe yeah. this guy in Idaho wants one too. But okay. the second you change 
to a gas. Like there's all these quads that just look so cool. Like and I know they're trash, but they look amazing. They have one that's amphibious. It's like half jet ski, half yeah. quad, the quad oh, ski. Wow. I've tried to buy so many of <laughs> but these those, things. There's no market for those. There's no domestic market for those. Right, so they don't yeah. actually make them. They just yeah, yeah, would yeah, if they're But they're still listed for sale. And yeah. like I have an account, it knows my address. Yeah. They're listed for sale. I am a pre-qualified whatever. Like you, yeah. they make sure your credit card you has enough a, money you to buy enough things. stupid stuff on Alibaba that they let you buy more stupid <laughs> I, stuff on uh, Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but the gas ones, they it's always the say, oh, we can't ship it to you. And I'm like, why not? And like, they say stuff about emissions and stuff. Well, and I'm like, is, it's there, not yeah, a road see, car. See, no, there is, there, there are, there are laws about that too. Any, any, like, Lawnmowers, for instance, have emission standards. They have to oh, meet things as so well. they can't ship them to the states because the states it, won't let the you. States, um, and you're going to find that, like I can't, for instance, I can't buy you know those Angway bikes that you got. Yeah, I can't buy them in Canada. Oh, why? Because they have they're electric power. They're oh, they're over the pedals and the power and stuff. There's yeah, limit. they're they, 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 huh? we, we don't have regulations. Our regulations don't allow those. Oh, right. Don't Do you get Sarans? We've got Sarans? nope. What? Oh, Chiron is technically not legal in in Ontario. Oh no! What is that? But there's so don't, don't give it fun. Thing or Canada thing? Uh, it, it's slightly different province to province, yeah. but there is yeah. you know for the most part across Canada there are um, wattage and and um, and size lim uh, battery size limits on on you know electric and bikes. And do you stuff. think that wow. will um, will change as they're recognized more as like a dirt bike type of thing instead of a bicycle thing? Like, is it an issue with it being categorized mm -hmm. as a bicycle? Uh, well, no, it actually has to do with anything with a motor, basically the fact that it's self propelled. Right. right. In fact, all like you can't buy an electric, um, like motorcycle in Canada. You can buy an electric bicycle in Canada. Oh, even so like the brand have, name ones coming out of Austria. Poss like, possibly those guys have jumped through the hoops to get the okay. certification. But so our, you know, our Chinese e-bike sellers, right. In Ontario that sell e-bikes. sell e-bikes that have little 500 watt hub motors and rinky dink little pedals that stick out their, their pedals are are very vestigial and not not useful in any way but uh -huh. it technically meets the rule because it got pedals oh right so um and and but those you can buy and ride on the road without a li without a license and insurance mm -hmm. right so um there are more manufacturers now that have gone through the hoops to be able to 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 license their 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 electric bike technology or electric dirt bike technology and whatever, but um, there's still a little bit gray market in a, so there's particularly just, in there's just a lot of hoops to jump through to make yeah. it. There's more hoops and then yeah. and, and so I, it's not I, like I, an outright ban on electric dirt bikes. No, it's just no, that but they're, they're very hard to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. yeah there's there, there is no like I can't go and buy an electric dirt bike. Uh, yeah. You know, I'd love to give one a, a whip one time. I've driven electric motors, like a street bike, but I'm not like a Bramo. But I should have had to bring up his Saron. Yeah, I should have. Yeah. The um, one that really bothered me was because I'm my favorite thing right now is the e foils, the mm -hmm. surfboards with the electric pack inside the board, mm -hmm. and then yeah, yeah. you got your hydrofoil. Fly over the water is the best thing ever. These are supposedly illegal in Canada, and so is every type of electric. Surfboard. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Like any, like any, like the, the any of the, the the electric stuff. We haven't got like rather rather than building building a set of regulations that made it easier to do these things. Mm -hmm. What they did is went, ooh, that's dangerous. Let's let's make sure we curtail what they can get away with. And it's mostly a wattage thing, and mostly like the amount of current that you can pedal. Because really? like a five hundred watt motor won't get you up on on foil. Yeah, you, you need a twenty five hundred watt. You know, like outrunner crazy ass. 
4,500 RPM or 45,000 RPM motor in order to get to thing up on, on plane, right? Um, and the reason, like in the U.S., they haven't they they just haven't put those it's regulations like, in. Do what you want, and once people die, then we'll figure it out. Canada's so like, let's thing. figure it out before yeah, people it, die. I don't, I you know, <laughs> I I suspect what you're going to what you're you're going to see is. Uh, um, regulations will open up to allow more of that stuff because, you know, green, right? And, and, right. and you know, electricity yeah. is the future and whatever. And I'm sure the and, population has a demand and, for it. Yeah, and there's definitely a demand for it, um, you know, and whatever. But the, 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 but it'll open up as a regulation, not as a free-for-all, oh, crap, we should probably stop that before it gets out of hand, which right. is basically what's happening here, right? Right, you know, yeah. You know, um, and, and state to state, you're, you have different regulations on, on serons and things like that as well. There's some states, and yeah. particularly when it comes to cities, yeah. right, where cities will um, you will ban bikes of certain sizes and shapes like that, you know, so you get a municipal law that keeps you from doing something stupid on a, on a, you know, a 4,000 watt anyway. My <laughs> philosophy is do as many wheelies as possible before cops start to carry multimeters. That's yeah. my life goal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right, cop busts out a multimeter. Right now, like huh? the yeah. electric bikes are just, no one does anything about them. You can, yeah. because they're quiet. So nobody calls yep. to complain Yep, and you don't, have a license for that, it or anything? No, nobody cares really yeah, yeah, at this I, point. I, it's I the watched best Matt Farah, the uh, the the he's a uh, automotive general, got a podcast and, and YouTube channel and whatever. Uh, smoking tire, and his his favorite statement is: if you want to drive like an absolute dick bag, get an electric car. Right, yeah. because you can just drive it like a lunatic, and nobody cares because it's not making the crazy noises and things. Right? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, there's a, there's, there's, you know, <laughs> I never missed the opportunity to race at a stoplight and I've never had a cop look at me in the Tesla. Yep, exactly. And our Tesla is very unique yeah, and yeah, damaged. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it's so much Yet fun Cletus to humble McFarlane <laughs> gets out there with a, you know, a 1200 horsepower ratty old Mark four super with rolling anti lag and does 160 miles an hour in five seconds on a, on a Florida highway and nobody blinks at him. Well, that's Florida. Why are we talking there. about Florida two podcasts in a row? <laughs> because Florida is a very uh -huh. interesting place and a very good place to be. If you're a speedy boy, the more mm -hmm. I hear about Florida, the more I feel like I need to be Ar there. Arc droid parts on all of Cletus's cars, by the way. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. 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 Ty has, his his fabricator has an arc droid. Yeah, That's super nice. sick. Yeah, so some of some of the arc droid tabs and things like that have done like 225 miles an hour in six That's seconds on awesome on, on nice. and stuff. So yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, and I to... and actually um, Kevin um, Kevin Smith from KSR, who was one of the original guys that built the initial chassis for Mullet, uh, he's got a he's got an arc droid too. So. Cletus keeps wow. inviting us to do his races with the uh, Crown Vix yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely do 2. it. 2.4 hours. And yeah, we, we want hours to. Lay mullets. Oh, yeah. but why then, haven't we done that? Well, I'm always trying to get him because he comes up here to do his jet boat thing every September-ish yeah, yeah. for the jet boat racing stuff. And I just want to get our jet boats together. Yeah. But... I can't make that happen. I either. want to do 24 hours in a crown vein. Well, it's 2.4 hours. hours. It's the 2.4 hours. It's not 24 hours. hours. Oh. It's, it's, <laughs> we should do 24. Yeah. <laughs> it, he's invited us, what, twice? But both of them was like super last minute because somebody yeah. else bailed. And one of the times we were actually super busy and the other time yeah. know, we took a was, two, day too long to respond and they, he'd already given the slot yeah, to somebody else. Yeah. Or, yeah. I get the feeling that, that, that Garrett is a very, very busy man. 
Uh, I think yeah. so. I don't know how you could be anything but that at like, doing what he does. Okay, I've learned to fly a helicopter. I've learned to fly an airplane. I, I you know, I bought a racetrack. I, I, I organized five events. I, you yeah. know, went six seconds in a, you know, also in a got Corvette. married and had a kid. Got married, yeah. had a kid. He's got another one on the way. Had to go to he's, court for the racetrack. Yeah, yeah he's, he's also a, that man just like flies RC airplanes all over the place. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got into that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. he was flying RC airplanes when he was young. Apparently, that yeah. so it was just like an extension. Of I have a lot of admiration for that though if you can set up your youtube channel in a way where you can do kind of whatever you want and mm -hmm. people will still well, you watch guys it. have done that yeah in a lot With, of ways but within we still are within the like yeah. ridiculous vehicles yeah. you know branch yeah but really at the same time that. if you guys put in a, a organized an event like if you did a grind hard cars and coffee people mm -hmm. would show up oh yeah for sure, for sure. Yeah. like you know like cletus and cars was was his you know his first big swing on on being an event organizer and now he's doing pay-per-views and you know he's renting bristol <laughs> you know which is a massive really? stadium yeah like they, they, they do the like the, the the they did their danger ranger 500 at bristol on on the dirt track and it was absolute mayhem uh, <laughs> you know i so. missed that so that's, yeah. that's awesome there's a bunch yeah. of ford Sweet. rangers yeah doing a 500 which, mile which rear-wheel drive ford rangers should not be raced on a slick dirt track <laughs> <laughs> banked dirt track that's yeah. terrifying very few rangers survived very few yeah. survived i think that's where like the heads of the grind hard guys come together with what people like to see on YouTube because we want to do the things that shouldn't be done mm -hmm. genuinely. And yeah, I want to build things that shouldn't <laughs> be built. Cletus you and Edwin want to, or you and you and Will want to go on adventures that, that should not be done. Even <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's not like something we need to force. I think no, that, yeah. like, and I've, you know, I've talked to Ty as well from Cletus's guy and like, and, and Garrett is, very level-headed about all of this stuff, but he has he's, he's very specific about the, how he controls the the media and things like that that goes along with it. Yeah. But he just he just he decides he wants to do something and he finds the people finds the whatever and just makes it happen and yeah. and he just so and the problem is he just keeps finding new new things to do that <laughs> happen to cost a hundred grand each each time he starts it. So yeah, you know, um, like how many engines is he blown up in in you know everything right? Yeah, it's right. so um, but. You know, they obviously it's a good good channel to, to to you know see things that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Speaking of people that have good control over their merch, wow! Like he's got a building that's bigger than your shop that's just the merch building. See, that's exactly what I'm that's trying ridiculous. to build in Sandpoint. There you go. There you go. That's crazy. Yeah. So. What yeah. were you saying about the about our uh, videos though? You were saying that the oh that we just we genuinely want to do these things and right. I see a lot of people kind of just copying the Mr. Beast, copying the, mm. because like a lot of people want to be YouTubers for like, I don't know, like the sake of being a YouTuber kind of. And it is really cool and everyone should definitely try to do it if they're into it. But it's like to do something that you're genuinely passionate about, you can't beat that Yeah, because it, it shows. It's the only way that it's ever yeah. going to work yeah, as absolutely. a channel. Like you well, have one to of the, be passionate. One of the it. things about being a creator is you must first be creative. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so. and passionate because that's one thing I've been trying to just get AI to make good YouTube videos because I'm a nerd, <laughs> and I was just telling these guys the other day, it's like there's just no Siri, right? Passion. Me a thumbnail. Yeah, you say, you say yeah, no, literally, no, he, he, yeah. Yeah. Has, he's sending us group <laughs> yeah. chat text of thumbnails for scripts, his, images, mile challenge, editing. Yeah. It chooses the voiceovers. Like mm -hmm. you can basically do the all of it. The AI killed Will in the thumbnail. Oh. 
Yeah. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> you wouldn't he believe. He, he had a thumbnail, and then he the told first, us to put The first Willen. robot uprising, and he's first against yeah. the wall. Because <laughs> what I used to do is if we came up with an idea or something, I'd just picture it in my head. What's the thumbnail? You know, what's yeah. going to get people to be also share our vision for this idea? Like for Ethan's Monster Chopper, for example, that we just posted, it's pretty obvious. Let's set up the big tires, the motor, yep. hold your hands out like it's a chopper. People are going to click that. But for this one, I was texting Will late last night and I was like, man, how are we going to get people to understand that they need to see this video? Because <laughs> all they're going to see is a picture of a car yeah, on a trail and it might not be interesting. They won't know the intensity in this video. So I was just asking AI to pump out some thumbnails for me. And one was really good. I'd got it to do our little car on a Jeep trail with a rolled over Jeep behind us. And all I said was add a picture of a 21 year old dirty male with short black hair. And this is what it generated. Okay, so that. here's the first one. I'll, I'll show you this. To, this That's is the, the actual good the, one. Like it did pretty good. That <laughs> yeah, little car looked bad. Yeah, pretty good. Right? And the Jeep yeah. like, yeah, yeah. stuck behind it. Yeah. And then he just, yeah. I just said, add the 21 year old male. Nothing about danger. Nothing. The Jeep has killed Will. Yeah. AI does not like you, Will. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like the fact that Edwin now has a chiseled jaw. <laughs> like yeah. Large packs and arms. Yeah, and yeah. then Will's run over by a Jeep. Yeah. For everyone just listening, oh, it is a Jeep literally running over Will well, is, is what, what AI did. This is what they found with, with, with Catchy G and, 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 you know, and the other, like the, the, the visual ones and whatever is that, they tend to trend toward macabre stuff, right? Mm. Like you start, you start with, you know, what is mid journey or whatever. And you go, you know, draw me, you know, uh, you know, um, Donald Trump riding on a Pegasus with a rainbow in the background. And they mm -hmm. do that. And then you, okay. And then you say, okay, you know, make it more exciting. And then he's got a rocket launcher or whatever. And then, <laughs> and, then and then as it goes, and then suddenly for some reason, the unicorn has a, is just a skull rather than, oh, and then, yeah. like it's very, like it's really yeah. odd that it's, I have a theory for that actually. What's the theory? Your, Cause I'm so, very interested. Well, all these like open AI programs and like all of them are just, referencing other images yeah. on the internet and they're not referencing real images for the most part or copyrighted images they're referencing databases like things like deviant art that are oh dark user submitted yep. stuff of them making realistic paintings of things well and a lot of them are dark so even if you say draw me a horse and you ask it to do it 10 times eventually it's going to give you a gonna, skeleton it's horse it's going to give you the apocalypse horse yeah right? because that is what's popular right? on the yeah. databases that they're it's using yeah well, using. They, yeah it's like um reddit used to have a thing way back in the day where they had a score uh related to how long a conversation went along before somebody brought up nazis Oh, and on Reddit, really? So, so literally, any conversation, any kind of subreddit, <laughs> any kind of conversation got started, and it would start calling. At some point in the conversation, somebody would compare somebody to a Nazi or something. Wow! Right? Was this a social experiment by like a college, or was this well, no, internal yeah, like Reddit some kind of, data? I think I, I'm not sure. I, I just vaguely remember, <laughs> but there was there was a you know somebody did a study and came up with a score that ranked 
you know, the, the, these the, sub. the subs and stuff Every, like that. <laughs> and like how likely it was to come up with somebody compared to a Nazi, how quickly. And sometimes mm. it was like four sentences in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it really so, makes sense. Especially but. on Reddit. That place is a dark, dark place. <laughs> hey, front page of the internet. Dude, it's man. a great yeah. place. That's what started Grindhard, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what started it. We put our first video on Red Redneck Engineering, it was called. Uh-huh. And it got like like 40,000 views from that on sub. Yeah. And that then that's, one of the, yeah. And then it the first. went on the news in like 18 different countries. And like, that wow. was the first grind hard video. Look at us. We're famous, but <laughs> it, it started on Reddit. There you go. Yeah. But yeah. the thing about the AI, the scripts and just what it does is it's not passionate about it. And you can say like chat GPT four is really good at creative writing. Like you could say, make up this crazy murder mystery for my party and it will mm-hmm. really well. You tell it to make a YouTube video and it's just lacking passion. Yep. And you say, add passion like a YouTuber. And I showed Steven this because in one of my videos, it did, it was on uh, the top five stolen relics from Egypt because I was just messing around and that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And so, plenty fine video. I was like, add passion, act like a YouTuber. It added in an ad. It said, if you like the swag that I'm wearing, click the links in my description. Uh, no, the, it took it way too literally. Yeah. It was like, and, and this is what yeah. YouTubers do. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. passionate YouTuber? Hmm. Amazon affiliate link. Let me talk, let me talk to you about keeps. I'm not getting my hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was just blown away because the rest of the script, exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure it'll get better and get to a point where it could come up with pretty good scripts, but it's a really good brainstorming tool at the moment. Like that yeah. thumbnail, I wouldn't have thought of it. Obviously not the second one of we'll get a run over. <laughs> I, that's but, how I would have thought about the trip yeah. going. I kind of feel like that might yeah. be the case. Yeah, but it's cool. You could just type in and before you spend all this work, like should we do it by the lake or up in a mountain? Like, and then you see the thumbnail on the mountain and you're like, okay, maybe that does visually tell it's a more interesting story. But it doesn't have Ethan standing there going, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's because I'm not going to be part of this <laughs> challenge. I do not want Ethan to Ethan and I quote told us, Edwin, that he will not be saving us from the woods. <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of counting on him from saving us from the woods. So I'm, I'm not taking worry. part. You, you asked think- me do you want to do this challenge? And I said, absolutely <laughs> not. And, and then, that means I don't want to be part of any part uh, of that challenge. And then we asked Stephen. Except for the ridicule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and no. laughing. Yeah, Before yeah, yeah. we leave, I think the first shot in the video should be you telling the camera, I am not coming to save you. You are not going to make it. And then the last shot of the video will probably be Will and I limping out of the woods. Yeah. Or showing it'll just up be in me my... actually towing you out of the woods anyway. Here's, here, here's what you should do, guys. You should take the thing down to Utah, mm-hmm. into like Hurricane area or whatever, and go off into... The desert and, get and, by Matt's and then company. when you get stuck, you call Matt's off road and you know, you know, we got a call from a customer. Yeah. <laughs> We're know? friends with the Fabrets. We've Tom's never so met Matt, to, but you're telling him to take it to sand where they'll have like yes. less range. Perfect. They'll have about two miles but of range. More yeah. traction on the sand and stone. a little more heat. I bet you we could yeah. do the Moab rim trail on that thing. You yep. absolutely could not. Easily. <laughs> totally you not. could do some portions of fins and things. Yeah. And, a, and 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 yeah. and and Matt would well, come out and rescue you. And the Barbie sure. Jeep did fins and things like nobody's business, yeah. right? Yeah. So you that's could do the, some of that. Yeah. It's the, the big rolly one. In, it's very iconic. Yeah, yeah. That's just the grind hard trip that I wish that I didn't miss more than any of the ones that I missed. Yeah, yeah. that it was trip. a good time. The Barbie Jeep and I can I can totally see the you know the, the little red car hanging on the back of the the the, the world's larger wrecker and just be <laughs> bouncing, oh, no. just kind of bouncing off the trail as it goes along. <laughs> or Will and I. Built different, hanging out the window, 
helping the other Jeeps up the Moab Rim yeah, Trail. Yeah, with our little red car, just <laughs> yeah. attaching them with our uh -huh. winch and like tying yep. uh -huh. tree. The winch is going in tonight, man. You wouldn't did, believe. Did you see the part <laughs> where... Will tried to go somewhere and Andrew just grabbed the car and it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> he did stop it with his own. He stopped with, with his bare own hands. That means that low. if you were trying to help a Jeep up, down, or around anything, it would be more effective to use the pull hands. Yeah. It would take some creative rigging and unreal physics, potentially. Yeah, a lot yeah. of unreal physics, yes. Yeah, Will says to me, check this out, and I just physics. grabbed the windowsill and held them back. Yeah, I was trying to show Andrew like I could climb the hill, and I was like, going on my way and Andrew comes up he's like yeah. stop moving I'm like oh no yeah huh? Yeah. That oh, car no. just really gives you like a feeling of freedom you and know, confidence. You first, car? I do think taking it to Moab would be very entertaining. <laughs> like if you want to make it look like you guys are really stoked on its off-road capabilities, which yeah. are yeah, it uh, can go extremely limited anywhere you can you walk. You can <laughs> walk. But my point is, if you want it to look like it actually is kind of good at off-roading, Moab is the perfect place. Oh, yeah. You have yeah. unlimited traction, and most of the stuff looks extreme, but it's actually like really not that hard to do. Uh, that yeah. said, you're going to need more torque, though. And it's pretty. It doesn't go up very steep hills. Well, and I discussed a few ideas for this little red car last night that go even beyond more difficult than Moab. <laughs> so, no. What, the Rubicon? Let me, let, let me, let me, no, so you, you replaced the 48 or whatever it was, 48 60 volts? volt, 60 volts. So you replaced it with another 60 volt pack, uh, 72, 72 volt 70. lithium. Was but, did you, but did you, but did you change the controller? Yeah. Uh, no, no. It, it still has an option. It had a plug in thing that made it a 72 volt. Okay. Yeah. That just means it accepts 72 volts. It doesn't yes. mean it delivers 72 True. volts. No, no. It just means that it'll. Yeah. Tolerate yeah. it. It's I, not any faster than it was on the 60 volt yeah. setting. Just so now it actually modulates. First, third, first thing I would do is get a better controller. Yeah. 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 One one that'll do, you know, you know, forty eight to yeah. hundred volts. But for or the hundred mile challenge, it's not about it's like speed. Doing it as is because obviously we could make it actually better. better than a Jeep with enough time and energy, and then it's just gonna be too easy. But what <laughs> makes it a challenge is that it's I wouldn't say a terrible car. I would say a I would unique, say a terrible car. I would absolutely <laughs> say a terrible car. car that's ever been. But is it It's really pretty good though. Yeah, for I what it is and it. how much it costs. I, I would mean, like to I would like to volunteer to call it a terrible car. <laughs> it's a terrible car. <laughs> it is a unique unicorn that needs to what were you saying about freedom, Will? That is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, what you so were about basically, to say. it's like, you know that feeling? I'm probably your closest to this because I'm a little younger, but like when you get your first car and you're like, wow, I can go anywhere. And then you go through that experience and now I have the red car and I'm like, now I can really go anywhere. If I want to cruise around the property during lunchtime or something, uh -huh. I can go wherever I want. I could go from Ethan's to Canada on the mountain passes in that car and I'd be fine. Yeah. Right. yeah. We could go <laughs> from a here lot to of Montana. In this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that's Welcome that's, to that's well lucid put. dreams with Will. <laughs> what, that there's a lot of fiction in the podcast? <laughs> no, that, that's actually a comment we've been getting a lot recently is people just think you're making up your stories, Will. That's why um, we need to get your parents on the podcast. I was talking about that just uh, yesterday with the other podcast we recorded that, that, that people probably think it's fake. Yeah, but no, it's a real thing. Yeah. I didn't realize, Em's been going through all the podcasts. She was like, yeah, is there a way to like verify Will's stories? So like, we'll have his parents on. Yeah. That that would be a pretty. I mean, podcast. it would verify I, some I, of the I stories. Will wait, I will watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> his parents don't know or weren't around yeah. for his stories, but I think it's just that so many things happen to one person 
that is hard to that believe. It's yeah, that's but true. it's like, how could you come up with your wolf story out of thin air? Yeah, that you one can. my parents can verify. So when did you learn that your son was a lunatic? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can ask my mom about that. Yeah. My mom was his teacher for, yeah. for what? We like have a lot of people. Sixth grade or when something did you give up on Will? <laughs> <laughs> she spent so many days at recess trying to teach me how to write four because I or like draw four. Like the number I four? Draw, yeah, I could not draw four for the life. Will has of me. like a generational unacceptance of numbers. Yeah. Like his dad I, can't handle numbers. Yeah, Will, Will I can't just handle numbers. avoids numbers really? all I costs. hate numbers. Yeah. H- hence the, the propensity for not paying attention to the speedometer. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. All numbers. He just, just no, numbers? No. no. no I do notice. I must have been doing no 40 or 50, no. but he's doing 103. <laughs> I do notice occasionally you measure something with the tape and then you put your thumb to where it ended and then you put it on the steel and then mark where your thumb yeah. is. <laughs> I, have, I have seen you do that. Do you, do, do you add things up like 14, 15, 16, 17? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think. No, he goes, Mark, 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 Mark. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't yeah. like the numbers. No numbers. Yeah. No numbers, there's yeah. a lot of like little marker marks on all our rulers and stuff. A lot of those are for yeah. me just like over. Oh, yeah. Just you mark the Sharpie yeah. where you're going to measure the next yeah. thing. Well, I think now that you're working for us full time, a lot of your stories are going to be captured on camera because yes. for the majority of your awake life, you're being filmed. And think about how many stories he had from one weekend of not being here. <laughs> yeah. Three days he was gone. But he had we proof. Had... That was on his snap story. True. But I'm just I'm just saying, like, that was, you were saying most of his uh, awake time. Yeah. You're forgetting that he, he doesn't does, sleep. He, he and... does stupid stuff here. He does really stupid stuff <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> but see, that's what, like, my, one of my main reasons for wanting to help find editors is so I can be up here and helping with videos more mm-hmm. and get more videos done and just make the videos ultimately yeah, more and eventually interesting. You're gonna hopefully. have to spin it off into a Willie Grindhard. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, a big oh, reason you know, is like, so we can the, do things the like brothers. You yeah, just yeah, start the a Swindle new brothers. Yeah, the Swindle Brothers. Which is what this hundred mile challenge is gonna be. It's gonna be the first video that we make together that we take three days of me not editing to go and film it into the woods things are gonna happen this is gonna be a podcast worthy story no matter what happens <laughs> that is about the only last night, true thing you said yeah. about that little red car last night will said this red car is going a hundred miles if i need to push it barefoot through the snow and i was like well that's exactly what, what we're gonna be doing best case scenario yeah, absolutely <laughs> yep if, if if you want a good exemplar uh, I can't. I, I cannot remember the name of the channel, but there's a British guy mm-hmm. that took one of those cheap three thousand dollar mini jeeps with those like oh, 110 yeah. horsepower to Moab. To Moab horsepower, and he drove it a thousand miles to, Mo- to Moab. Yeah, that looked pretty miserable. I watched yeah, that. Yeah, there, there was a lot of miserable and a lot of like pushing it uphill in the snow stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Oh. But Will and I are doing it together. Too. In fact, you know he's he's a full time YouTuber, so you could totally like connect with him and have him like narrate pieces of it for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've suffered like this before, uh-huh. but yeah. I wasn't quite as dumb as these yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. definitely a good crossover episode for sure. Yeah. yeah. Meet up with him somewhere in the middle of nowhere and his- in our red car and he'll be oh, like, wow, yeah. that's impressive. Yeah. We got to figure out how to get it road legal. Yeah. I'm busting out the comments cause you oh, are going to yes. believe how great questions. these comments are. All right, bring it on, people. By far and away, the number one comment 
This has three times more likes somehow than any other comments. Um, I don't know if you have this on your Instagram or something, but does he prefer high socks or short socks? Why do people care? Do about people that? see your socks on the internet? No, or? But I'm kind of more of a long sock guy. You know, like right now I'm, you know, up to, you know, mid. mid wow, calf, that's maybe a long a sock. High. I'm more of a long sock guy. I, I'm also more of a long sock guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Sometimes right. medium socks. The ones that are really I, short, the ankle, like the ones that are below your shoe, oh, yeah, those I, are terrible. Yeah, those are the stupidest Miserable. socks ever. All they do is fall down and get under yep, your heel. And, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm a long sock right. dude. Yep. Well, second to the top question is pertained to. Arcdroid, actually. Um, does Andrew... Long socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you planning to design a tubing notcher attachment? Yes, for the it's, in, oh. it's in the list. Um, what? Uh, this, is go this goes back to that discussion we were having earlier about the you know, transition. You know, part, of, part of where I'm a little bit frustrated now is I'm a bit behind on the development of the new stuff. Like I have a whole list of, of new things, and a tubing notcher is on that list, both, both a, an accessory for the existing Arc Arcdroid, but also a standalone system that uses some of the same technology that goes into like the simple trace technology that goes into Arcdroid. So, oh. so that you don't have to know that these two pipes come together at 70 degrees. You can just kind of go, mm, this is good. And then put it in the machine and it will follow what you, Ooh. yeah. So what the devil, that is awesome because I can never figure out, I'll be like, oh, yeah, it goes yeah, here yeah. and then I'll notch and it. And it's wrong we'll be, and you yeah. gotta take it over to the grinder and yeah. da, 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 whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's very cool. So yeah, that is, that is, Definitely on the list um, as a as an upgrade and and or standalone machine, um, but you know development time and whatever. I've already done a little bit of a experimentation and, and and I have a I have a you know the skeleton of a design, but I just we need time to work oh, okay. on it. Okay, so. that's that's nice. Well, I don't know your qualifications specifically on this question, but it is number three mm. top voted question, and I think you're just gonna have to answer it the best way you can. Uh, if my house is three miles away from the gas station and the speed limit is 35 miles an hour, why has it taken my dad 18 years to get cigarettes and tape? <laughs> oh, oh no. Maybe he's driving. Maybe, oh, maybe no. he's, maybe he's driving a little red Chinese car. That's probably <laughs> the answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe we'll find him on our hundred mile challenge. Uh, yeah. Uh, just just Dean. some skeleton leaning up against the lamppost with, with a pack of smokes and a roll of duct tape. And I almost made it. <laughs> with, with a little electric. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I think there's uh Oh, let's see here. We've got, how do you feel about goth girls? <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah mm, I'm I'm pro goth girl. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> My first crush well, was a goth girl. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like goth light. So, yeah, uh, I've, I've yeah no I'm I'm pro goth girls. Nice, nice. Uh, My wife is covered in tattoos. Oh, nice. Cool. Nice. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. Stephen is agrees with this message. <laughs> 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 so this. A few people have asked similar things. I'm going to go for the top voted one. Uh, what's his shop setup like? What are his favorite personal projects? Um, and what are you currently working on? Uh, shop setup's fairly simple. I have an 1100 square foot shop I built myself, uh, much like him. As much as watching him go up and down that scaffolding was giving me PTSD flashbacks. Um, <laughs> but um, so I have a, and you know, it, it, it is more from just being a workshop to being office and workshop because you know I need to you know I need to have, have an office to do everything and then the about half of it is 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 dedicated to Arcdroid and it's Arcdroidiness and things like, and the other <laughs> and the other half is is 
Subaru, Subaru rally cars that aren't going nearly as quickly as I'd like them to be and, and whatever. <laughs> um, but I, you know, aside from the list of Arcdroid stuff that I got to do, there's also the personal list. There's the, you know, build a bigger studio for my wife and I got to put up more fencing for the goats and I got to whatever. So there's always- You're like, maintaining I, a business and a farm? Yeah, kind of. Well, not a farm, but how many goats do you a menagerie have? Menagerie is what he we calls have, it. Menagerie. We have, we have, we have, we have, we have a thirteen-acre property, so we have some space for for some animals. And the wife wanted goats. Did and your so, wife propose this idea? Because my girlfriend's been trying to get a goat into my apartment like the day she moved in. There is a thing with uh, yeah. with girls and goats. Yeah, uh, my Honestly, wife also wants goats. I mean, I like goats too. They're great. But. You know, they're 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 like dogs, but with horns. Oh, well, they can produce something useful, right? Goats give you milk, milk. at least. Not, not these goats don't know. Oh, so they're in like a dog. Three, three, three of them are males that have been fixed, and two of them are females that haven't been bred, so no milk. Oh. Mm. However, we do have ducks that, that pop out eggs once in a while, so... Okay. I also, I mean, if say, you have a garden, goat goat manure is great for fertilizer. Oh, whereas we've dog got, poop is not. We've got we've got <laughs> six foot tall tomatoes. It's yeah, it's fantastic. Nice. So, well, I wasn't expecting farm. Asking about well, your rally car I, garage. I don't really, but. I don't really think of it as a farm. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, they, as far as my my setup goes, um, it's it's half personal stuff, half kind of archery business stuff, and uh, you know, and I have I have a pretty decent set up. I've got a CNC, a small CNC mill and I've got a lathe and, you know, and then I've got all the plasma cutters. I got like 10 plasma cutters now because I've tested just about every kind you can think oh, of. Oh, that makes sense. Right? And, um, and then, you know, and then I've got a corner that, that this is my, this is the area where I do the, you know, the, the repairs and assemblies and things like that of, of, you know, occasionally units have to come back to get refurbed or whatever. And I did that over in this corner and I, you know, I got this corner where I've got my, my little table set up that I do my own cutting and things like that. So, oh. Nice. And then I got an office with a really fat office cat. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Her name's keep, Cannoli. Keep the mice away. <laughs> I like that. Do you uh, plan on offering an add-on arc voltage height adjuster? That's, that's THC. Compensation. Oh, so it's already there. It's already there. Oh, yeah. Um, we it, have it. Yeah. 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 It does. It does. It, it does require uh, your plasma cutter have a good 50 to 1 divided output, right? Um, rather than, yeah, rather than raw voltage or whatever, which is our, our new one. And because, does. you know, part of the reason we like the, if you, if you have an arc droid and you accidentally touch the top button and it gives you a little error, THC is locked out. Please contact us for whatever. Um, I, we keep it sort of locked out because the potential to blow up your arc droid is high if you connected it wrong, right? Because the way it works is the, the plasma cutter. Um, as as the, the the arc moves up and down with respect to the the steel, the voltage changes, right? So we 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 look at a divided voltage. So just, let's for sake of argument say a standard arc voltage is 120 volts or something like that, um, or 90 volts or whatever. Um, we divide that down by 50 to one, so that or we don't we we take like a, the plasma cutter has to have the divider. We take that divided voltage. So now it goes from you know 120 volts to 2.1 volts. Right, and we can read that 2.1 volts, and as as the material curves, like if it's, if it's warped, as it curves, we can chase the the, mm. the curvature. Um, oh. But I, but we don't we don't offer that as a you know already going functional thing right out of the box. It's all there in the machine. But you need to contact us, us to make sure that we that you 
are doing it right. We give you the right instructions and then you've got the right plasma cutter because the potential to poof your arc droid is really, really high. Oh. So that may or may not have happened last summer. I was going to say, didn't that happen to us? We may or may not have done yeah. that. I think we had like I the first- I did you, you actually did it. That's the, that's yeah. the yeah. yeah. It was so. like the first experimental one too. That was, yeah, it was very much very, a prototype. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that was, was very fun. much a prototype. So, so um, but part of the reason we now actually hit, we have an auto level function in the thing that doesn't require that 51. And the other thing is it also adds five variables to every cut, right? So there's already cut speed, cut height, pierce le delay, pierce le um, height, all of that stuff that you have to program in in order to get a good cut. Mm. But now on top of that, you've got voltage set point, velocity compensation, gain, bunch of other, so, so now you've got more variables. Mm -hmm. And the idea behind the arc droid is it's supposed to be an accessible piece of equipment that people can get started with, right? And if if it's already there and it doesn't work without the, the THC and whatever, that's just more crap people don't understand. Why, I don't understand how this works, mm -hmm. right? So that's an advanced feature that we, that, that you know, that we, you know, meet our, like if you contact us and you've got the right plasma cutter and whatever, we'll give you a code, we'll, we'll give you the instructions how to do it. But it is, um, it is very easy to blow up your machine if you're not careful. So uh, we like to, we like to, you know, let people know that yeah. before they do it. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That's good. That makes sense. This one, I think people are trying to decide if you're a psychopath or not. No, so no. be careful the way there's you answer. Day, there's days I wish I was. <laughs> Does he pour his milk or cereal first? Oh, I'm a cereal first person, for sure. Yeah, okay, I think you answered correct correctly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I toilet, toilet roll over the top, not down the wall. You yeah, know? yeah I'm, I'm, I'm normal that way. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if this guy's asking about management, but the guy looking for a job is named Blake. So if you get an email from a Blake. Yeah, send us maybe. an email. <laughs> if, you, if, you have, if you have appropriate skills, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that's all the ones that had likes. I think we've pretty much got- Or all the ones that we can actually put on YouTube. I saw you scroll YouTube. past one here. There was somebody, that, you know, here's another one that you have to be very careful how you answer a given present company. What's your favorite YouTube channel? Mm. <laughs> you talked about a watch handful today. Well, I know you watch a lot of YouTube. I, I watch so. like that. That's I don't like. I don't watch regular TV. I haven't watched regular TV in years. So, favorite YouTube channel probably moves around a little bit, but inevitably. I, but I can honestly say I do very much look forward to Fridays when your stuff comes out. Like ask him, he usually gets a text about an, hour, about an hour and a half after you release <laughs> yeah. the video, at which point I make some pithy comment or something. Yeah, whatever. that's true. Right. My, my favorite was when I, I snapped the, the the screenshot of, of him holding up his hand to, you know, the, the not see the arc with his welding helmet tipped up with, <laughs> with, with the sub helmet and saying, you know, if only there was a helmet or something that could block, you know, like, like, you know so. Yeah, like, uh, it's, it's like know, when I have a pair of safety glasses on my hat, a pair like on yeah. my eyes and then another pair somewhere on dangling my on your shirt yeah, and then like three yeah. pairs of earplugs. Yeah, I'll do that sometimes where I'll have like I have reading glasses on there and then I'll have and I'll have the safety glasses on the reading glasses and then the sunglasses plop, top, you yeah. know, and whatever. And, and they're like, well, my glasses, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I say my favorite YouTube channel, but I do watch a lot. And, but it's all similar stuff. Like I watch a lot of car channels. Um, like, you know, you know, I watch Cletus and I watch Matt's off road and I watch, um, um, you know, aging wheels and, and lots of stuff like that, you know, and rather be welding and then some science, science channels and stuff like SciShow and, and stuff like that. Well, I like SciShow. Like yeah. Yeah. You know, well. and, um, so yeah, so I'm over the bar. Mostly it's, you know, like, you know, 
you know, another one I really look forward to when it comes up is any Veritasium video, right? Because, oh, yeah. you know, Derek's going to produce a great video. It doesn't matter what it is. And mm-hmm. it's going to get 10 million views mm-hmm. and whatever. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I'm, and then, and then occasionally I just end up going off into the weeds and whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so what is your favorite then? You don't have to say we're better than no, Veritasium because we're totally not. I was totally joking about but that. But what is your favorite? <laughs> right now, my favorite it's probably right hard to be honest. It just, just yeah, right now, yeah. <laughs> <Let's go>. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, for some reason, I'm just really quite fascinated with Matt's off-road recovery because that beard is just—it just sucks you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you just have a thing for beards. Yeah, I'm gonna be there on Friday. So, um, nice. Yeah. What's your favorite YouTube channel, Will? Mm, we share YouTube videos a <laughs> Tutorials lot. Tutorials on Subaru head gaskets. <laughs> I don't know. I I kind of just cruise around quite a bit. I don't really like look at the channel's name. I just go Watch through the videos. weeds. As, uh, <laughs> oh, I love doing that. Yeah, I just like going deeper and deeper. Like you watch a video on like, say the new rotary engine Moss is producing and then you just go down deeper, deeper into a hole. Until you're watching like little 3D animated rabbits going, bah, bah, I don't go that far. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, 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 that's when you're going down very different rabbit holes. That's, that's a literal, literal, that, actual rabbit hole. That's when you're like, wait a minute, were those gummies actually <laughs> real gummy bears? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. What's yeah. your favorite YouTube channel? I have so many. Probably Ryan Celsius. He's a DJ that just makes lo-fi trap beats to like really cool visuals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you definitely like Mark my riblet. I don't know that one. Oh, you probably, if you're in weird, he, he does like just random sampley weird things. And he does always does it in a bathrobe for some reason or other, but really same, same sort of thing. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where, like, I think he'll, I follow him he'll, on he'll, Instagram. He'll pick a little beat and get that going and then he'll pick it and then he'll pick it, you know, and, yeah. you know and, and, it, and you build this whole, you know, thing out of it. And he usually does it sort of ad lib and, you know, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the other the other one cool. that does, does neat stuff is younger. Have you seen him? No. Uh, big. Uh, he's got um, sideshow bob hair, uh, but he does, and he's got this just stack of synths on here, this wall and a stack of synths on this wall, and he'll he'll like remix popular tunes and whatever with with all kinds of different stuff. And, yeah. Nice. See, there's, I have diverse interests. Yeah, so. you do. Yeah. <laughs> well, so there's, what's your what's your other favorite? Because that one's like basically yeah music. music. So that one, if I'm working on anything grindhard related, that's not editing where I need the audio, I have it going in the background. And then um, there's this guy who does really, really good documentaries on Arctic machines, like the big US one with big tires that didn't last very long. And Mm -hmm. I'll get his name because the people listening to the podcast need, the channel is just his name. But wow, he's really passionate about, like anyone who's just showing something they're passionate about, that's my favorite. And that's why he's my favorite right now. Cause he's so passionate about the engineering, the history, the actual adventure itself. Mm-hmm. It's easy to find YouTube videos that are like, I'm a hardcore engineer and I'm going to tell you about the engineering of this thing. That's really interesting. And that's great. But he's like the whole thing. He's so fascinated with. He like goes through and finds the There's history one and a bit stuff like that called mustard. And he does like sort of the, the, the lost weird contra- airplane that never really should have existed mm. kind of thing. And oh, I, I think I, I see his stuff uh, cut up on TikTok. Uh, probably. Probably. Because yeah. uh, yeah. I see a lot of that kind of stuff. And yeah. I, I, yeah, the old airplane ones are yeah. really interesting. Callum is this guy. I'll okay. send you his videos. Oh, yeah. So true. good. Yeah. And, um, well, the video 
and YouTube channel that I wanted to exist for my whole life since there was YouTube is a treasure hunting channel that's like hunting real treasure. And I keep searching for these things all the time. And all you get is Oak Island season 37. Just, <laughs> oh God. Just yeah. fake, fake stuff. Fake videos. Fake yeah. videos or people will be like, I was diving for treasure and it's a well done video, but they're like finding iPhones at a popular beach yeah, or whatever. Right. To, but, to, be, to be fair, that that's what is, equates to treasure these days. Yeah, yeah. true. But <laughs> for know. the first time ever, I found it like just two nights ago and I really hope it turns into a full-time channel because that's what the person who's making the channel says. His name's like Dahl MD or something like that. Mm -hmm. But he dives and he is one of those people that just like finds iPhones or like he found a gun before and showed the FBI and things like that. I've seen those videos. Yeah. Yeah. They're good videos and they're really well made and he's really entertaining. But I never followed him before because it wasn't real treasure. Mm -hmm. But in his last video, he goes diving for real treasure. He finds like these Mexican silver dollars that are real silver. They bring them up on the ship. They're testing them. Mm -hmm. But he just got so famous from like finding the iPhones and stuff, I think, that he got invited to like a billionaire's like these crazy boats the with thing these about, jet things that yeah. shove the water down into the, the sand yeah. oh. and make these big tranches. And then they go with metal detectors and find real treasure. Well, the that, thing about real treasure hunting is it, it, it requires a lot of planning and a lot of money in order to do it. And, and I don't I'm, think it's the, ever profitable. That's, well, the it thing really I was going to say is, is does, like, yeah. as, a, as a YouTube channel, uh, it'd be extremely difficult because like, 90% of, or more, probably 98% of the time, you'd be finding nothing. Yeah. Plus, all of the really accessible wrecks have been... Exactly. I mean, people have yeah. been treasure yeah. hunting for yeah. centuries. Like, which like is, people still talk about the Atosha, which was one of the biggest finds, you know, and that was, what was that, in the late 80s? Right? And that was the last really big, oh my God, crazy, you know, find. Treasure find, yeah. You know, sort of thing. And um, that was off of Florida, right? Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, Seems I'd, like it'd be a really hard YouTube channel to do. It would be, it would but because I thought but then again, of this you know, like a lot, going 100 miles in a little red car. That's an easy. YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I think you could it do it. It doesn't take as much luck. <laughs> yeah, it's like both of those channels I talked to. If you combined them, you could make a consistent YouTube channel that didn't actually have to find treasure. Ah, you, you go could just and you talk go about and then you talk ah, about yeah. the history. Uh, and I think yeah, then yeah. as long as the people behind it were passionate and knowledgeable enough to keep you on the hook, that's then, true. That would, but that then would you work. keep watching in the hopes that they do find treasure. And then if you do find treasure that blows up, it's a big thing, probably goes viral. Mm -hmm. right. YouTubers found treasure and now they have a million Okay, million is probably nothing in the world of boats. Billion dollar boat because they have these custom things that yeah, go over yeah. and they just go. It's yeah, they're, so, you're, cool. you're, you're basically you're, you're there's there's two ways to dig through the seafloor. Either you blow it out or you suck it up, mm -hmm. right? And you know, so they just they just yeah. push a lot. Just of water get a now. Harbor Freight vacuum. <laughs> but but those, but those 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 require you to be in shallow water, right? Like yeah. a lot of, a lot of like the the literal billions of dollars worth of gold that's at the bottom of the ocean is in deep water. So you're never going to see it. Right? Yeah. Mm, unless we build a submarine. And it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you're never going to get away with even suggesting building a submarine. Oh, Will has ever. been talking about this ever friend. since you came on full time. You're like, every time I'm like, well, what do you want to build next? He's like, 
well, what if? And I'm like, uh-oh. There was, there was, there was, <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Like, that's not like, a, oh, we're going to do it while Ethan's gone. Like, no, you're not building a submarine. You need numbers for a submarine. You need a lot of numbers, Will. There's, there's a, I think it's a Polish channel or a Russian channel that did build a submarine out of, like, you know, the, you know, the big propane tanks that we usually Tubes. call submarine tanks? Yeah. They took one of those and built an actual functional submarine out of it. Put themselves in a tube, and then they went exploring, mm. which mm. I think is just so cool. But <laughs> back to the favorite YouTube channels, there is this channel I like started listening to, and then I stopped listening to it. It's called uh, Basically Homeless. Have you ever seen that channel? No. Like listening, like as in podcasts? No, or, like or watching, watching it. Okay, watching it. I was just and clarifying. He is amazing. He can like play video games with like... Like an onion, like what? Yeah, <laughs> he can like. What does that build. mean, Will? <laughs> it's like literally like this man can make a controller out of like a piece of bread and play Starfield or something. Oh, like he puts Arduinos and stuff in things. No, he, yeah, he like programs things to do. Like he made like a two-stroke PC, like out of a oh, little tiny I've engine. seen his uh, the the two-stroke his, computer I've seen, and he I've tries seen. to like. Win a COD game like on like a teeny <laughs> tiny screen or something. It's just so interesting that someone's doing. Win and do do something ludicrous. Oh, that, yes. that that's a I good like good that. good Pretty motto for yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Do something that's over the top and yeah. just mm-hmm. you know you can't believe what he just did with the you know yeah. But like tickle the, a genuine interest. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. my favorite my favorite gaming channel. I'd say, but I don't follow a whole lot of gaming channels, but I subscribe to probably like over a thousand YouTube channels and watch pretty much all of their videos. You're a maniac. <laughs> and my favorite, like what gets me it's up legitimate and- business research. No, it, it is. No, I mean, I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, I just no, can't imagine that. I'm always studying you, algorithms. You better be and- writing off that 1099. <laughs> <laughs> I should, I don't write it off. That's a good idea. It's a business expense. For you, yeah. <laughs> but there's this guy, virtual with a w mm-hmm. and he does track mania videos a game that i've never played and probably never will play and he does 40 minute documentaries on track mania this game that i have never played and never will play <laughs> but you've watched but it. he's so passionate and he's such a good storyteller <laughs> i just absolutely love it it's so interesting yeah see like i'm I'm not a musician by any stress. Like I have no musical talent or whatever, but I subscribe to a couple of because there's like Charles Bertou, who is a amazing bass player, but he looks like, you know, like a geeky engineer. And, mm. and but he, you know, gets a bit and he just slaps and finger taps and then turns things in and, and whatever. And so it's just kind of cool to see somebody that's really good at doing something and, yeah. and, and whatever. Yeah. YouTube and I, is for just, some reason, I like a good baseline. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think, Everyone can get behind that. <laughs> but I think that's the coolest. Good baseline, goth girlfriend, life is free. You're good to go. <laughs> but YouTube is just the coolest thing ever because you can justify doing things. You can justify building things. You can get an audience for things that you really couldn't any other way or get paid to do things you couldn't any other way. And it's like full circle to the democratization of building parts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like YouTube is the democratization of just entertainment. Yep, for sure. I, I think about uh, like a, an element of what you just mentioned a lot with like with vehicles and stuff uh, about how many vehicles, I mean, including the ones I build, but um, you know, just combined all the different automotive YouTubers, how many totally absurd vehicles are being built currently and have been built in the last, you know, since YouTube has yeah. become a big thing. Uh, that that have no right to exist and would never 
ever have been built yeah. any oh, of oh, them. Like the eight turbo Mustang that bo- yeah. uh, boosted lifestyle or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like he's got he's got an Arc Droid too. Yeah. It, like <laughs> nice. no one would ever ever yeah. choose to do that for a practical yeah. reason. It doesn't. Yeah. Make I, or any or sense. just just think of like how many 1972 you know Dodge Bonnevilles that have been or you know. I've, Bonneville, Dodge, Pontiac, yeah, Pontiac Bonnevilles that yeah. are buried in a forest for the last thirty years. They wouldn't come out of that forest unless you were doing a "Will It Run" video. That's yeah, true, right? yeah. There's so a lot of guys that are like you know junkyard yeah. digs and stuff yeah. like that. Like every week, yeah. he's reviving a ridiculous old mm-hmm. rusty piece of crap. And what and, gets me you know, so happy about it is enough people are choosing to watch that content for it to be his job. Yep. Then instead of like whatever the dumb game show is on Netflix yep. this week, oh gosh. like <laughs> it makes me so happy that people actually care about these interesting things because, like you said, otherwise they wouldn't happen. Like right. Weston's Hellcat four x four he just released yeah, yeah, was yeah. number two. He's on also trending. got an arc droid. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, he texted me about that. He's like, "Hey, how do I get an arc droid?" I was like, "I know a guy." <laughs> He's like, yeah. "Nice." But it was he posted a screenshot number two on trending yesterday. Yeah, it's like out of everything out there, out of all the silly game shows, after all yeah, the like, like, like the fact of the matter is, content. like the old school television has is gone away. Like you guys, you guys will pull in a million four on a good video, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and there is no mainstream television show right now that pulls in a million for a video. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Beast gets twice as many views as the Super Bowl on every single video. The <laughs> and Super that's the Super Bowl, Bowl which is yeah. the Super largest Bowl thing is the in this country. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. just so bizarre to think about. But yeah, yeah. And you know, so, uh, you know, you think of all of those discovery channels, you know, we're going to lose the shop shows and things like that and whatever. And there's tons of them. Um, yeah, I don't watch them. Yeah. You know, yeah, I know. You know, I'd I'd rather watch Kevin from Junkyard Digs try and you know try and get a a, a crappy old Chevy running with a pair of pliers. Yeah, yeah you know? because it's real. You and know, like it's authentic, and then everyone has their own way of telling their story and filming and music. Right. We're, and, we're talking about favorite YouTube channels. One of the ones that I watch is Matt uh, from Diesel Creek. And and he he's also got an arctroid, but um, yeah. I basically I'm give arctroid any, any, you know, any, anybody I like, I give him an arctroid. Yeah, well, it's um, good that you genuinely like YouTube because you knew who to reach yeah, exactly. out to that was but actually going to use Matt, it. Matt, his thing is going and getting like big old equipment, like bulldozers, and, and I could get really and, and, and excavators. Yeah. And I'm going to watch this when the, I get out home. of the forest or whatever and buying a crappy old. No, one I mean I can running. get into uh, having the machinery, not watching. <laughs> I don't want to watch someone else do it. I want the machinery. The annoying thing is, I find myself looking at Facebook Marketplace. And looking at like a 1972 Fiat Alice loader, you know, for uh, four thousand bucks, going, yeah, that's a good deal. I should go look at that. And I'm like, you, Matt. What are you? <laughs> so yeah. Oh, he got it before you. No, no, no. no, 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 they, no they, they, I, he doesn't he, have a need for it, but now because he watches his stuff, he wants it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like mad at Matt for making me want like a oh. twenty-five thousand pound yellow piece of yeah. rusty steel. I guess that's why they call them influencers. Yeah, that is why. Yeah. I just hope we're not influencing people to do hundred miles an hour in Barbie toys too much. You but, absolutely yeah. are. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> not. Uh, yeah. not. <laughs> Oh, Speaking of which, don't do I want to go drive a couple of the new. Yeah, things. we gotta go drive the colonel <laughs> yeah. before. It's oh yeah, dark. we should do it before it's dark. Yeah, Is that where we should wrap it up? Do you cover what you want to talk about today? I had no agenda coming into this. I think we I'm had a just great really podcast. Happy to be at, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a second time. time on the podcast. You'll yeah. have to come back in the winter for episode three of, yeah. uh, and and also drive the Hayabusa. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. should end on a thoughtful thought from Will. 
a thoughtful thought. Wow, put me on the spot. We um, get the best stuff when we put you. That was a beautiful rhyme. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I really I actually was. have a lot of thoughtful thoughts. Like right now, I'm thinking just of all the thoughtful thoughts about the red car and our journey through the woods, and I'm just thinking how much of a change it's going to make in my life just going slow for that long. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like all the things I like to do and then there's like one thing and it's going slow and I don't like to do that so we're gonna go slow for a hundred miles in the woods incredibly and slow not sleep and it's just gonna be and eat junk food it's just gonna be premium it's yeah. gonna be a premium time I'm so. in the search for Shrek mac and cheese and if I can find it we're gonna do the whole trip with only Shrek mac and cheese Yep. Edwin has a Shrek obsession. Uh, well, you saw the little sign. Yeah, 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 yeah that, absolutely. That so, one premium at a time, my friend. Yep. One premium yeah, at a any, time. If there's anything that I have learned from like working with Grindhard and doing things is sometimes you've got to go slow to go fast. Yeah. Okay. His words from Will. That's a that's my wise. That is, uh, I think we call the podcast there. <laughs> All right. I can't top that. <laughs> Thanks for watching Scent and Bent. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Audible. That's actually the only one it's not on. It's on Spotify and Apple and Google when and YouTube. So. Get, get your Audible. podcast where you get podcasts. I don't know how to get our podcast on Audible, man. Jeff Bezos, how do we get our <laughs> podcast on Audible?